0: This week's episode of Here's What I'll Get is brought to you in part by Guns. Guns are the reason why you're having a barbecue this weekend. If you don't support Guns, you should go fuck off and die and not celebrate our fucking holiday. To here's what I don't get From north to south, east to west The only intercontinental podcast To tackle all of life's toughest issues I am your host Ted Burton With me today From the great red state of North Carolina It's Uncle Buck Yeah I should also mention We're the longest consecutively running podcast On the scene next Tuesday And the Carl Podcast Networks Oh Yeah
1: So does our longevity prior to the Carl Network Count is, like, uh, by default making us the longest-running podcast? Oh, yeah, on yeah, uh, absolutely. Network? Yeah. Okay, that, uh, good. Good. Because screw everyone.
0: Screw absolutely everyone.
1: We're the oldest. We're the granddaddy of podcasts at this point.
0: We're better than Joe um, Rogan.
1: Man, Joe Rogan, he has to have Jamie to even make himself seem relevant. We, How long has it been since we've even had a guest?
0: I can't, I right? can't tell you. It's been a while. It's been over a year.
1: And so... Without guests, we're still going. We don't have someone like fact checking everything we do. Hey, man, I went. I was on Facebook the other day. Jamie, pull up Facebook. Uh, we don't have none of that. We just have the the heart and soul of here's what I don't get, which is people and ideas and occasionally excessive amounts of alcohol.
0: Yeah, uh, we had Jay on for two ninety five, and we had the fans on for two ninety nine. And I was like, oh, I guess we had Mad Cooks on for episode three fourteen.
1: Yeah, well I mean but does he really count as a guest?
0: Yeah he does because he's barely a because person. He's he's has the most guest appearances on this podcast. That would be true. <laughs> uh today is the fourth of July. Uh and once again you will all be fighting for our freedom, not from uh tyranny or persecution, but from annihilation.
1: Annihilation.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's uh, the We're recording on the 4th There's going to be probably fireworks going off In the background, I know in my, in my area Because they've been going off for the last 3 or 4 days uh, All the white women are out On full force on the social media Being like, dogs are scared of fireworks Think twice before you set off fireworks Like, fuck off, bitch
1: No, no, they're right Think twice about it so you can enjoy that thought <laughs> Twice as much Like, I'm going to scare some dogs Wait, I should think twice Oh, God, I'm going to scare some dogs today. I'm going to make some some woman with the, the headshot haircut very displeased this evening till about two in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope her dog like runs around the house like a cat with the zoomies and accidentally hangs itself. Oh, that's going to be the best thing ever.
0: I saw a funny post that was like, suddenly the yappiest dog, you know, is sensitive to loud noises. I'm like, yeah, get fucked.
1: You little fucker.
0: I do feel bad. Like people are like, ah, veterans with PTSD will don't you know they they have problems, and I'm like, yeah, but are they veterans with PTSD that are like that love America? Are they some of those people that goes like, I'm an Army veteran, and I don't see why anybody should be able to own a weapon of war? Because if it's that second one, uh, I will think twice, and I will absolutely enjoy blowing Mm -hmm. up things in their proximity.
1: Here's your trigger warning. Uh, Yeah, I agree. So how's things been for you, dude?
0: Uh, pretty good. I am been. I went in blue glass this morning. It started out really rough. The first piece that I made uh, fell off the pipe. The second piece that I made fell off the pipe. And I was really starting to be like, man, uh, today's really sucking. I don't want to be here. But then the third piece I made is the largest thing I've ever made, and it turned out really well. And it made it into the box, so I was pretty pleased.
1: I think you should just blame the pipe.
0: Uh, no, it's definitely my fault on those. Not, I wasn't like managing the heat in a, in a, in a good manner.
1: The pipe wasn't uh, managing the heat.
0: I could blame my partner cause it was the punties that were failing. Not the, not the piece, but I like to take responsibility for my own failures.
1: failure. Selecting a poor partner. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But yeah. It was, it was a, uh, it was fun. Then I came home and took a nap cause I was fucking wiped out cause it was hot Dude, as balls the, in there. Yeah.
1: I know the feeling, man.
0: So, um, Looking forward to grilling some food before I go to bed.
1: Oh man, I have been uh I have been to three parties in the past four days. I'm kind of partied out. Mm -hmm. Uh we so we went uh Thursday immediately after I got off work, shot up north to where my wife's from, Maryland, uh the area where Fred Rush is from. And um, I didn't pester him this time because he's never there and he never comes to see me even when he is prick. But uh, we went to, like, her mom's side of the family, her dad's side of the family, and basically spent the entire weekend partying. Drove home yesterday, and then today we went to my parents' house for a party. So I've had more meat in the past week than I, like, we brought home, like, three or four pounds of brisket, and on mm. top of cold pork and ribs. I'm so fat, like, I can barely sit in this chair at this point. it's it's, it's the craziest
0: thing i grilled uh some flank steaks a couple of days ago and they turned out really well i marinated them uh for a couple hours and then you know grilled them on the grill along with some corn do you ever do corn on the cob on the grill you just soak the Mm -hmm. corn in the husk for like an hour or two and then you just kind of roll it around you basically leave it leave it on the grill and forget about it unattended like a child Yeah. yeah Back and forth, and it steams itself inside the husk, and then I just, like, cut the ends of the husk off on the grill, slide the roll out, roll it in some butter, slice all the corn kernels off into a bowl. Fuck, fantastic. Wait, what? Yeah, I don't like you eating corn on a, the cob. What's wrong with you? Tim this also is, doesn't like eating corn on the cob.
1: I don't know if that's, like, a brown people thing or what.
0: Man, no, it's a people that don't like nasty shit stuck in their teeth thing.
1: That is the best part of eating corn, is being offensive to everyone after you're done.
0: And you got this whole fucking thing sliding back and forth along your mouth. You might as well be sucking a dick.
1: No, it's like eating pussy, dude. Just all all over that buttery, salty corn. you got your little corn stickers. They're they're, they're stickers, but they're also shaped like corn, molded plastic. And you're like a typewriter. That's the best. That's also how you eat pussy like a typewriter. I'm not
0: not about that, and I feel bad (laughs) for your wife. (laughs) A lot
1: of (laughs) teeth. Coming out with a little (laughs) stuff.
0: Neon ghost asked, uh, "How many microwaves are blowing up? Are we blowing up tonight?" I I don't have any plans to blow up a microwave because I'm still in St. Louis. I didn't go down to Tulsa for a myriad of reasons. Um, But I think I think we have to blow up a microwave in a time other than the Fourth of July to make up for missing this one
1: yeah uh Christmas would be a good time mm,
0: that would be a go good to, time
1: go to so go buy the Amazon return lot after Black Friday when everyone returns all those microwaves they got mm-hmm. because that's a that's a staple of Black Friday is cheap microwaves that you just like for, for like disposable microwaves like oh, I didn't need a microwave for Thanksgiving Amazon and then return it because you don't need a microwave the rest of the year. I'm making no sense.
0: Well, actually, so I'm pretty pleased with myself. Uh, in six days, i have gone a year without owning a microwave. Technically, it's been longer than that because I was living in Airbnbs prior to actually moving into this house. But I moved in this house, and I didn't have a microwave, and I kind of set this goal to see how long I could go be- without one and see, like, getting around not having a microwave – and I got to say, I hate fucking microwaves now. Like whenever I need to reheat food, I put it in the skillet or in a yes. pot and kind of stir it up. And it heats way better. It's not like mushy and gross. Um, I've been buying it in the, the oven. Yeah. Rebaking stuff in the oven. at Just a low temperature for a little bit longer. Like it takes a little bit more forethought and planning to have leftovers than it does with a microwave, but the quality is so much better. The only thing that I truly missed was uh, being able to have popcorn, you know, quickly when I'm sitting down to watch a movie, uh, you know, in the house. But I started buying that Jiffy Pop, and I have a gas stove. And I don't think Jiffy Pop works on an electric stove, but with the gas stove, I've been fucking Jiffy poppy and everything. And I fucking love Jiffy Pop. Even when I get a microwave again, I'm not fucking... Fucking around with Pop Secret or oval redenbacher
1: I think you need to put the Jiffy Pop in the microwave and solve the problem.
0: <laughs> the whole aluminum thing. Yeah. So the <laughs> microwave that I'm looking at yeah. it, is on on Amazon. It's like a it's a four hundred dollar microwave, but it's in a microwave and an air fryer and like a toaster oven, and oh, yeah, it does yeah. your taxes and shit. And yeah. it's, it's like it's very expensive and for a microwave, but it's like but I don't want to have to have three things on my shelf. I just want to buy this one thing by all accounts. It does all the things very well and just fucking slap that bitch up there. It has like a smart cook mode where you can be like, I'm reheating this food and there are like sensors or some shit. And it'll like switch between air fryer and convection oven and microwave and kind of like make sure your shit is heated to perfection. So we'll see if any of that's true. When have and a microwave. If, I, if I ever and then- get around to buying one.
1: You're gonna have a microwave run by Chat GPT where you're like, hey, I need to reheat some popcorn and you're gonna stick it in there and it'll be like it'll like write you a sonnet while it's popping your popcorn or whatever. <laughs> no man, uh I, I got one of those Presto poppers, the little thing that just stirs the popcorn. Ah, it's the best. I I don't like microwave popcorn.
0: Oh yeah. Um oh that's that's it's like a it looks a like a bowl. coffee grinder
1: almost. No, this is like a giant bowl. So I, I had one of those the little thing. that looks like a little pod. and It's got the little top on it. And mm-hmm. it coughs out the popcorn. No, no. Um, no, I have, it's like a bowl. That it's got a heat. It's like a little stove almost, but it's got an arm that stirs the popcorn and you put the lid on and take a little oh. cap. And it stir, you put the oil in and it stirs the popcorn and pop, 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 pop. Then you unplug it, put the lid back on and flip it upside down. And your popcorn's already in your bowl. And then if you're me, you start, you get a second bowl and you start layering butter and salt as you, as you transfer to the other bowl, and then you mm-hmm. mush them together and you shake it. I, I did a video about it
0: yeah. way I, back in the day. Uh, here's, so, you said Black Friday. <clears throat> this is Craigslist. I just searched for microwave and I put the cap at $20. Overhead microwave, dorm size, fridge, air, range microwave oven. Uh, there's plenty of microwaves to blow up in the city. That's just the under $20 lot. So, in any case. Yeah, I uh I, I do miss not being able to hang out with uh Tim and Truckin' the Tuckin for 4th of July as we have for so many years, but um we'll make it up.
1: I think you need to blow up the microwave by putting the Jiffy pop in it.
0: No, we, we so we take one of the artillery shells, we take the biggest one we have in whatever lot of artillery shells we have and we just put it inside and close the door and then run like hell. And and it just oh, I guess there too. Modern. So the first year we did it, we blew up a modern microwave. Modern microwaves are—they're basically nothing. It's like sheet metal and a a big wad of electronics, and the interior isn't insulated. So it goes off, and it just fucking—the first one we blew off, we blew up through the door twenty-eight feet, and then just ripped itself to pieces. And then that same year, we blew up like a microwave from the seventies, and it blew up, and the door it's a tank. opened. And that was it. It didn't do fucking anything else to that microwave. And so, Those things so thanks. Yeah. So then we blew that one up again, but that time we lit the we lit the thing, closed the door, and flipped it on its face. And so it threw it up in the air and then landed. And it was even still pretty intact at that point. It had you plug it in, shattered. It, still works. Yeah. it had shattered the door, and like the insides had gone from being completely flat to bowed out in the sides. A little bit, yeah. But it hit, it was surprisingly. So, yeah, you have to buy a modern, like shitty, cheap Chinese made microwave. That's how you get the real destruction you want.
1: Yeah, man, those old microwaves, (laughs) we had one of those when I was a kid. Uh, That thing weighs as much as a Buick, and it it just about drives you to school like one, too. (laughs) I mean, like, and it would, it would, like, you'd put something in, you put something in a modern microwave for like two minutes, and it's kind of lukewarm. You put something in one of those old microwaves for 45 seconds, and it's lava. Mm-hmm. like it comes out like it's been on the surface of the fucking sun it's amazing yeah they don't make them I, like that anymore
0: they don't make any the, everything in our lives is made <clears throat> just shittier so that we have to buy you know can you imagine if you were to blow up your parents microwave like you know in the 60s or 70s when they were making them like tanks and they cost a lot of money and when they cost like 600 bucks yeah yeah and it'd just be like what the fuck do you think you're doing and now we're now just I'm like now i've got to call them I'm, I'm going to get a bunch of $20 microwaves off Craigslist and just blow them up and just leave this shit in the street because that's, who gives a fuck anymore?
1: Well, your parents would have been like, now I have to call the microwave repairman. And that was that, that and that was a job that existed. Uh, TV repairman. I, my parents had to call a VCR repairman because of me one time. Yeah. But the motherfucker just showed up and started talking about like movies. Hmm. So, um, and then he ate all my pizza rolls.
0: Well, they ate all your pizza. What a dickhead. Yeah,
1: anyway. no, I know. Couldn't believe it.
0: Well, you ready to jump into some issues?
1: Yeah, who's going first, you You're me? You are. Since I got two? Yeah. All right, so here's what I don't get. Being the autistic expert. And I saved this one specifically for an episode with you. I did that episode with Joel a while back, and I had this one in the back pocket ready to go. And I was like, no, I think Tab would, would understand this one a little bit more. And I don't even remember exactly what circumstance brought it to my mind, but I'll tell you a story. So I have a brother. He's 10 years old, nine and a half years older than me. And he texted me the other day. And he was like, hey, uh, my wife got me a switch for my, his birthday is July 1st. My wife got me a switch for my birthday and I'm starting to play Breath of the Wild. Have you played that one? And I was like, oh yeah, I totally have. Um, I was like, speaking of which, Ian just bought the new one, Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, but, like, listen, if you're wanting to talk about Breath of the Wild, don't mention it around him because he will talk your ear off, like his old man. In uh, wow. gone past, like, he just he will latch onto a topic, and you are marked. That is the only topic he will talk to you about. And he will, like, combust it into your room at 2 in the morning, like, hey, did you know that in Breath of the Wild, blah, 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 blah. And so, and I was exactly like that. And it's one of those things that I just noticed – over the course of my life, I know what it brought it to my memory. Uh, I've mentioned it several times on the show. I got into DCS, and um, the flight sim game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I learned a whole lot about it. And um, someone, I think I was training that guy on third shift. And uh, I, while we were in between tasks, I pulled up YouTube and I was watching one of those videos. And he's like, "What is this? Like a video game?" I was like, "Oh no, brother! This is uh, this is DCS, and it's a blah 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 blah." And I start talking about all the cool things I learned, and his eyes just glazed over. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I, I did it again. I did it again. I didn't know when to stop. <laughs> I uh, I had this wealth, man. I had this d- this delicious wealth of knowledge that enriches me, enriches me." Mm-hmm. To no end I'm just I'm tickled that I've learned these these myriad of facts and then when I go to share that joy and experience with someone else it's met with nothing I'm like yeah. oh uh, I, yeah
0: I feel like that's though that's because they're a bad people and B stupid
1: <laughs> or they're just not into the same thing
0: no but- it's it's not about that right because like if you people have gotten so self-centered and narcissistic in just the way everything is that they can't interface with something that's not about them so much of the time. And so when you start talking about a thing that they don't care about, even if they care about you or want to put forth the effort of looking like they care about you, they'll just kind of like disassociate with the conversation that's happening. And, just wait, they're just waiting for their time to get to talk about themselves again. Yeah. And, uh, I feel like that's a detriment to like all of society in that if, if we were a little bit more open to hearing, learning about what other people know about things, we wouldn't all be a bunch of assholes on Twitter thinking we're experts on fucking literally everything because we read the headline of 13 articles and now we're like well-versed in how the Supreme court works.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It was just one of those things, man. Um, and I've, I've been that way my whole life. Uh, so recently, it goes back to video games. I, my wife's cousin gave me that laptop. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one. This laptop. And it functions, and I've been, I have been I was using it at work to uh, pass the time occasionally. And I installed a bunch of old Wing Commander games. And we've talked in the past about how I was a huge Wing Commander nerd when I was... Anything flight-related, basically. I should have been born a bird. So anyway... um. That probably explains my brain capacity. (laughs) So uh, I I installed all the old Wing Commander games because you can find them on um, Pirate Bay, real easy. Even though I've got the physical copies, like they don't run, so you got to find the GOG version. And I started playing these old games, and uh, someone was like, someone it was my son saw me playing like Wing Commander Privateer, and he's like, hey, what's that game? I was like, oh, this is Wing Commander Privateer. What's it about? And then, like, I have to pause. I'm like, how much can I explain to an eight-year-old before, they just, before he just blanks out?
0: It's like that clip of uh, from Malcolm in the Middle where he turns. Son, if you take this step, there's no turning back. Yeah.
1: Well, so that's the problem. Was I pulled up, like, Wing Commander 3, and I, he's like, I want to try it. It looks kind of like, I don't understand why you like it, Dad, but I want to try it. Mm-hmm. Because he wants to be like his old man, the poor kid. So I pulled up Wing Commander 3 in, like, one of his little simulator missions, and like I let him fight one dark cat in an arrow, and he won. And at that point, when he, when he won the first fight, he was like, oh, oh, tell me about this. I was like, I don't know, son. This is a little more than, you know, like, this is pretty deep. Like, you're going to have to learn how, like, all these little buttons, and there's all these little key commands. And he was like, I have to have it. I have to have it. <laughs> uh, I'm like, okay, so here's how you engage the autopilot. He's like, what's autopilot? autopilot is wait what so now we're having to have this conversation about the concept of autopilot and I'm having to like dump all of this how do you how do you dump all this lore because there's story elements to it how do you dump all of this into an eight-year-old
0: and you just give easy. him wing commander one and you go there you go
1: he hates it he hates that one because he's not because it's it's not as easy ah. uh, because I have it on the Super Nintendo so I was, I, that was my first thought I was like hey man Play the SNES version, which again itself does not play easy and it's basically unplayable. And he was like, Dad, this game sucks. Let me play the other one again. <laughs> how do I do this? How do I do this? So I don't know. Um, that was not really a good, a good example of being the autistic expert in the in the scope of how I was trying to phrase it, but still, it's it's that it's that same vein where like you someone bumps into a piece of knowledge that you have that triggers an avalanche. Of knowledge that you can't, like you see it happening in real time. I'm boring this person. This person doesn't care, but you can't stop. It's like
2: but then if you look
1: I mean you can but it's like that's a lot of pressure on the brakes and then your brake rotors start to warp and the whole thing starts going so you just kind of like try and coast to a stop and find a natural.
0: You just have to say like, oh sorry I have no filter and then it's totally okay.
1: No, it's not. We already talked about that <laughs> back in season two. You son of a bitch.
0: Uh, th- I I run into this a lot with, but I also hate about being the autistic expert on things is when that then someone like will bother you with a thing. Oh, you know, you know about this thing. Let me let me bother you with a conversation that I know you're not interested in. Where people will try and engage me to talk about the newer star trek stuff it's just like i don't watch it i don't care none of it counts i don't care I don't, bl- I don't believe in star trek after 2005 when all those people are dead then i'll mm-hmm. then i'll i'll try it again but until then no thank you and uh and then i i hate I fucking hate the people that want to go like well you know star trek picard season three was pretty good it, it was it was it was watchable or whatever and trying and like convince me to watch a thing that I've already established pretty clearly and firmly that I don't want to watch.
1: I have no interest in this.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's the equivalent of being like, oh, here, I made pickle salad with extra pickles on the side. Like, hey, man, don't like pickles. Never like pickles. Never will like pickles. Don't even fucking like the taste of vinegar. Don't like fucking cucumbers. No point in the pickle process have I ever found anything that I like in a pickle.
1: So please. Have you tried just chewing a raw mouthful of dill?
0: (laughs) Leave me the fuck alone. And, and so, but it's like, but Ted, you're the autistic expert in this thing. You should, you should know all about this. Like I, well, I don't, I've consciously chosen not to, to know those things. Now, if you want to hear about what happens post TNG, post nemesis in the books, I, I can tell you all about that. And I'd be happy to have a long conversation but if you want to talk about what there's TV shows they're showing on um, Paramount Plus or whatever they've changed the name to now, uh, sorry, I'm not your guy. But yeah. they like they can't accept that in the same way that where it's like, oh, uh, can you take a look at my computer? Like, yeah, this is a Mac. I'm I'm not a <coughs> Mac guy. But you 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 do computers. You work on this stuff. Well, yeah, I work in PCs. I'm also not a Linux guy.
1: Well, see, that's a Mac. That's not a computer. It's, it's a Mac. So it's <laughs> basically a, a
0: very expensive doorstop. It is an extremely expensive doorstop. They're only good for like one or two things. They're great for Facebook. That's what they are. They're big. They're glorified Facebook machine. Or the Chromebooks. People will be like, oh, yeah, I got this computer, but it won't do this thing. And it's like, yeah, this is a Chromebook. Well, what's the difference? Well, I this mean, is a
1: computer and that's a piece of shit.
0: I could explain this to you, but it would take a – like trying to explain all the Wing Commander lore, like it's going to take a while to get the level of information out that you need to understand to understand that this computer doesn't do that. And so uh, you just need to accept the computer doesn't do that, and and if you wanted to do it, you need to find someone else.
1: So let me ask you this. Have you ever had a situation where you run across someone else who is also – an autistic aficionado of something, but you have to determine. You kind of like have to have this conversation, determining the level where each of you is at. Like, have you have you gone to this length? Uh, no, have you have you gone to this length? Yeah, I did that last summer. Have you uh, have you have you looked into this? I have not. I don't, I, I, uh, I so I'm I'm friends with this guy, the guy that invited me to do the Juneteenth concert. I don't know if I mentioned that on the show or not. Um, is uh, an author of this book. And uh, he gave me a copy of it. And at the end of it, he starts talking about Nephilim. And I'm like, hey, I like that topic. So I texted him. I was like, hey, I like the stuff you had to say about Nephilim at the end of your book. Uh, And also, I was kind of like humble bragging that I finished his book so he knew that I had engaged with it Um, and knew that I took him seriously as an author. It's not a bad book. So uh, he called me while we were on the drive home. And he was like, hey, so uh, uh, what what'd you like? And I was like, well, I like this thing and that thing. And so we started talking the, the Nephilim conversation, but you have to find out what school of thought this person is in. And, and I was like, "So, what's your thought on like the stuff going on in Antarctica?" He's like, "Oh, that's definitely Nephilim." Like, well, what about the um, what about the genetic engineering in the the Egyptian hieroglyphs with the animal heads? Oh, definitely Nephilim. Okay, okay, okay. I see where you're at. I see where you're at. What about this? No, those were not. Okay, okay, okay. Sure, 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 sure. Um. That, so that's, a, that's another aspect of, like, trying to, like, it's not necessarily a dick measuring contest, but, like, just trying to find where someone stands on a topic that you both know a lot about.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like if I ever met anyone with an equivalent level of Star Trek knowledge to me, uh, I would hate them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you see them look like a, a nemesis, a rival?
0: Yeah, and I would have to destroy them.
1: There can be only one.
0: I'm I, was love,
1: I, like, there. Ah.
0: I, I would just be like, all right, do you play, do you play the name of that episode game? And they'd be like, what's the name of that episode game? And it's like, you see how many seconds it takes you to identify an episode using only with no no title. Just like, boom, in it. You can do an episode from the beginning. You can do the middle of an episode. You can do just sound. You can do just video, no sound. You can do both world champion when you,
3: you
1: raise the stakes and you pull a bat left out of your bag it's like and the loser dies
0: and the loser does die yeah
1: so that's that issue essentially i, I just figured you'd appreciate it
0: that i do appreciate it i uh i feel that way sometimes with people that i knows kids that are on the spectrum and they're like really into their thing and they want to talk about it and it's like i don't want to be an adult that's like Annoyed that this child is present Because I'm sure that there were lots of adults That were annoyed at my presence as a child So I want to like kind of pay it forward So to speak I guess But at the same time in my head I'm like I kind of wish you would just sh- shut the fuck up
1: <laughs> like, Where's your autistic off button?
0: Uh, I, I have an off button It's uh, upstairs It's black <laughs> It's made by Sig Sauer <laughs> It's
1: in the, hidden in the wall
0: Yeah <sighs> Uh, right, so that's my issue Well, that brings us to the quasi-middle of our episode Which means it's time for Episode is brought to you in part by Rikeda News Network Is definitely not fake news uh, Well, Buck, I've got some news here from South Korea South Koreans have become a year or two years younger uh, this, this week, or last week uh, Okay because South Korea used to have the thing where you're born and you're one, and then you turn two on the first of January. Gotcha. Or you, you you gain a year on, the on your first, first birthday. First you turn yeah. So if you're born December 31st, December 31st, you're you're one. January 1st, you're two, and then gotcha. The next January 1st, you're three. So they're even
1: they're, though you're only a year old.
0: Yeah, they're. uh they're fixing this whole thing. Cause there are apparently lots of fucking problems with this method of counting who could fucking figure that out. Everybody has like three ages. They have their like traditional age and their birth age and all these fucking things. So the government finally passed a law that's like, you're now the age you're now the age you would be if you were born, not in South Korea, because this is absolutely retarded. And I, I cannot believe that in the year 2023, like a semi-developed nation is just now kind of figuring this shit out.
1: Yeah, um, so that's like uh, counting counting dates in the Jewish calendar. Mm-hmm. Like uh, if you had a two-week period, the time you decide two weeks from now, like you're already on day one and day one's coming to a close. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that can really mess you up.
0: I believe that. Um, this, is, this is another weird one. A man had to go in and have his penis padlock broken with a hammer after he split up with his girlfriend who had the key. Um, he had had a rusty penis padlock broken with a hammer. Uh, he bought the padlock for a sex game when he ended up having to go to a tattoo and piercing specialist in, in Barcelona, Spain, to see if they could remove it. He had bought the lock eight months ago and wore it from time to time with his girlfriend while she kept a hold of the key. But, uh, the last three months he was trying to remove it after breaking up with her. And by the time he eventually got the key from his ex, the lock, the lock had rusted shut. So... He went to a tattoo specialist. I would think you would go to like a locksmith. Also, they show pictures of it. It looks like a pretty simple fucking padlock. You could have just had you know gotten one of those lock cutters. Yeah, um, or
1: a Dremel tool, <laughs> or a lock. Yeah, so this
0: guy, this guy's been wandering around with like this fucking weird penis lock in his pants for three months. That uh, just fucking mind blowing. Um, there was there was a news story a couple months ago about one of these it was a an app-based lock system where hackers hacked into the penis lock cage thing and then would like demand money before they'd unlock your your thing here's here's my thought i don't want my fucking dick locked in anything ever <clears throat> no i i don't lock the doors to my house because i don't want really think my dick is locked in the house yeah yeah
1: i get no um so and also, like some people are into BDSM, obviously if they're putting locks on their on their penises, but there is probably a feature on one of those locks where you can like tighten it to like for like torture. Uh-huh. And I can just imagine like the hacker logs into that one is like, I could ransom this guy, or I could just shear his nuts clean off at this lock. Just so here's to that poor prick, Slangeva.
0: Yeah, I would not want to be that guy.
1: No. Also, never, ever, ever. Why would he, I get why he did it? Because he wasn't thinking. But yeah, in retrospect, leaving the lock with your with a woman
0: that's After, not your wife. Yeah.
1: Well, terrible I mean, idea.
0: I'm sure they were in like a committed relationship or whatever, but I, I'm thinking like, all right, yeah, I don't think we should see each other anymore, and I'm gonna need that key to my penis lock like right now, like right now. Or maybe you wait until you're not wearing the penis lock before you break up with her. Maybe she locked him into it and then was like, oh, by the way, I'm leaving you.
1: Either way, he messed up. The minute the, minute the click happened, he had sealed his fate.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, now, I've got one here from Mexico. You believe in traditional marriage, right? I do. Well, this mayor in Mexico has married a female alligator Called Little Princess in a traditional ceremony said to bring good fortune to his tribe. So I guess you support that. Mayor Victor Hugo Sosa wed the Cayman reptile, an alligatoroid called Alice Alicia Adriana, and said the pair loved each other. The ceremony happened in the town of San Pedro, Holmela, where indigenous Chantal people live in the Oaxaca state of southern Mexico. It is the union of two cultures, the union of huaves and the chantales mayor victor hugo Sosa told reporters victor said during the ritual i accept responsibility because we love each other that is what important you can't have marriage without love i yield to marriage with the princess girl so uh, apparently it's supposed to bring good fortune they dressed up the uh the alligator in all in white so we have to assume that they didn't have premarital sex <clears throat> seems like a beautiful story
1: Well, for one, I have several thoughts on this. First, um, it would be really funny if this story and the other story were the same story Uh where the alligator. But anyway, um, the alligator (laughs) locked his dick up and left, left him to look after the eggs. So anyway, um, my second thought is I don't know that you could have both pre and post marital sex with an alligator because I feel like you're probably only going to get to fuck it once. Before it kind of gets wise to that and just kills you,
0: right? it, it was small. It was like handheld, like the,
1: like, like the blowjob is going to be the end of it, right?
0: I would not. She's out. just going
1: to like she that that gawk gawk three thousand is going to be gawk gawk and then the death roll, and your sausage just goes right down the hill with her. Um,
0: talk about toothy <laughs> blowjob. Look,
1: <laughs> I like a little teeth. Matter of fact, you know, I like a lot of teeth uh, and scales. So, um. And twisting <laughs> and, de- and, and and detachment. Uh, the other thing is uh, the Bible also says uh, anyone who has sex with an animal should die, which if you have sex with an alligator, I'm pretty sure you've uh, cemented that fate anyway. So or a caiman as the case may be. So uh, cheers to the happy couple. I wish you uh, a bright future in the fires of hell.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um- So we got a a warning from the CDC. The CDC is saying that you shouldn't go to Mexico to get cosmetic surgery. A 39-year-old mother from Texas has become the sixth victim of a fungus linked to botched cosmetic surgeries in Mexico. Jody Atkins died last week from fungal meningitis, a rare life-threatening infection that causes swelling of areas around the brain and spinal cord, after traveling to northern Mexico for cut-price mommy makeover procedures. They just, they, they talked. About how what a great woman she is. Obviously, fucking stupid. Um, she's one of six Americans, including a mom of four, Lauren Robinson, a mom of one, Shane Medrano, who went, who got liposuction. Uh, Lauren Robinson got a boob job, lipo, lipo, liposuction, and a Brazilian butt lift. So that there's four of the six. All of them mothers. All of them trying to save a dime to make themselves look like fucking mutants by going to Mexico of all places to get surgery done. Like. You don't drink the water in Mexico. What the fuck makes you think the surgeons know what they're doing?
1: Listen, this is fake news uh, because it clearly was not the surgery that was the cause of death. It was, they got sick. They got their infection from all the uh, Chad Caymans, the Chad male Caymans that they were hooking up with while they were there.
0: Yeah. that The, uh, the brain infection is not isolated <laughs> to one particular surgeon. No, of course not. It's, it's, limited to fucking terrible hygienic practices in mexico you dumb bitch i feel like these these women all deserve this uh like at, at what single point did you think that that was a good idea uh
1: probably the point at which they looked at what it would cost in the united states and the point at which they looked at what it would cost in mexico We're like oh i could save I don't even know how much you save I have i well my wife has a relative who went to to Mexico to get a cosmetic procedure done. she made it mm. but um so I get like it it happens it's real uh i I don't know you have to understand inherently that there is some sort of risk involved with doing this, yeah even in an American surgery um so like. You you just, you accept like, yeah, there's a certain amount of risk and this could kill me. Uh, having slightly bigger boobs or boobs that don't sag or a slightly rounder butt or whatever the case is, uh, are you willing to die for it? And if you are, well, you got what you wanted.
0: Yeah, too true. So, yeah, those are our news stories. We got alligators and moms dying. Just like just think of the selfishness right like you have you have kids and it's like oh yeah your mom died because she wanted to have bigger boobs and instead of like just being happy with her current life and and you know, your mom died you because
1: and, she was trying to cheat on your dad
0: because she's a hoe. well i assume I, also i'm just gonna throw this out here article didn't say anything but i'm guessing those are all single moms trying to get back out in the dating pool so they can get another baby shot up into their cooter
1: I like that phraseology. That's pretty, that's pretty great.
0: Yeah. Uh, Well, this is The Gator News Network. Definitely not fake news. And uh, that takes care of our legal obligation this week, but you know it doesn't take care of? Uh,
1: Premarital alligator penis surgery.
0: And if you want to help us get premarital alligator penis surgery, you can visit us at Subscribestar.com forward slash HWIDG, tip.HWIDG.com, and patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for
1: Here's What I Don't Get,
0: which is the name of the show. And over there, we have five tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you access to each, early access to each week's episode, plus our mini episodes where we talk about little small issues. We have our $2 tier, we throw the random bits and bobs we do now and again. Uh, we have our... $5 tier we do a bonus episodes. Here's what I do get. Where we drop the hate and talk about what's great. Then we have our $10 tier where the fans submit films. They vote on what film we watch, and we watch it, record feature in the commentary. And then finally, we have our $50 Spite producer tier where you get a say in the show. You can demand yeah. a special bonus episode. You can demand a special guest. You can demand a format change. Anything that your heart desires that we can conceivably take care of, we will do so. We want to say thank you to all our patrons, big and small, because without your generous support... This show would not still be going. So thank you. Amen. Uh, but let's get back to some issues. Here's what I don't get this Do week. Life on easy mode, AKA being a woman. Okay. I am so tired of women telling me all about how terrible and hard their lives are when they are, they are absolutely not like there was this, scotus there was a scotus hearing and they were like yeah you can now if you're an artist if you have a an artistic thing and someone wants you to do art that you don't agree with you don't have to do it and they're all like oh my god they're killing everything um and so once again women's first thought on this was let's have a sex strike like in liz Estrada
1: because that's definitely going to work.
0: Yeah, def- it'll definitely work. And it's like you don't women don't un uh, women men can see women's <clears throat> perspectives in the world. Women can't see men's perspective in the world. They like don't understand why everything and so they're like, yeah, we'll just have a sex strike. Men will men will give up. Like so many men go years of their life without any affection being given to them at all. Even at all. men in relationships will not have like this affection. And so if you're like, yeah, I won't have sex with you. It's like, okay. I've got my hand. <laughs> uh, the I was talking to a woman uh, last week and we were talking about dating and like how Basically the conversation came around to like all men are trash and how come we can't meet anyone. And I was like, you have no fucking idea what it's like to be a man on these, on in, in the dating world in the year 2023, all of the apps, all of the dating apps that you're looking at are all massively skewed towards the women, a woman user. So you're getting all kinds of matches constantly. Anybody you swipe right on is probably swiping right on you. The apps are designed to not give men what they want and trick them into paying for them. You're not paying for the apps. And then it's just like the smorgasbord or whatever you want out of it. So you don't have to put in any effort. You find the guy who's simping the most for you. Statistically speaking, women (coughs) find... 90% of men to be a three or below, which is fucking unfathomable while men will rate women on a standard distribution curve because that's the way fucking things work. And then and like that's the online dating aspect of it. And it's like, well, you know, you don't have to do that. You can go out and meet people in person. Like, yeah, you can absolutely go meet someone in person until you try and like talk to someone and then they think you're creepy and they tell the bartender that you're being creepy and you get thrown out.
1: Just angel for, shotted. Yeah,
0: yeah. Just, just for walking up him and like trying to say hello. Like, you have this lie that you're constantly in danger from every man around every man around you at all times, and so it's like it's hard to break through this barrier, and and so you're you live in this this charmed world where there's never any problems, or you know, let's say you do have you lock eyes with someone across the the way, you go talk to him that. That person's interested. Well, she brought her best friend along, and that chick hates you for literally no fucking reason for just having the audacity. And so I I was with a couple other guys, and they're all like, "Yeah, he fucking said everything." And I was just like, "Everything in your life is easier as a woman. Men will bend over backwards just by like the nature of our society to try and make your life easier. If if a man sees you struggling with something." In a grocery store, they'll offer to give you a hand if you need to move. A man in your life will give you a hand. As a man, if you're on the side of the road with a flat tire, a man will pull over and and give you, you know, help you change your tire. Yeah. As a man, you're fucking sitting on the side of the road pouring rain, changing a tire. No one gives a fuck about you.
1: And yet you're, you're definitely not getting a woman stopping to help you out.
0: Yeah, of course not. Uh, I remember once. I I remember this distinctly. I was on my way to like a friend's birthday get together or something. Or I I was, for some reason I was dressed nicely. I was wearing like a a blazer and a tie (laughs) and I got a flat. I was going through this construction zone and something hit and fucking flattened one of my tires. And so I pulled the, the car over and I started jacking it up and I started to change the tire. And this guy fucking pulled up and changed my tire for me. I was astounded. Nice. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, I, wow thank, And we pulled up and I, at first I thought he was just going to help me. And then he just did it. And I was like, this is amazing. This is like, and I, this is, this is now probably 12, 13 years ago. And you remember it. And I still fucking remember it.
1: And like, if you saw that guy again, you'd be like, you'd be like bros for life.
0: Yeah. Let me buy you a beer, sir.
1: Yeah. Like all these years, like, you could be on your deathbed at 120 and be like,
0: I, my only regret is I never saw that guy again. Never fucking gave him the old Cayman Twister.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he deserves
1: it. He deserves the old
3: Cayman Twister.
0: <laughs> yeah. so, like, I'm, and then, and then women live on this fucking platform of talking about how terrible and oppressed their lives are. And then fucking simp men will be like, yeah your life is absolutely terrible shut the fuck up don't take their side fuck them they want to fucking think life is so fucking terrible let's fucking let them I've stopped helping women in my life with things well not women that are in my life that I like have a somewhat personal relationship with I'll help them but a fucking strange woman at the grocery store trying to get like a gallon of milk out of the fucking thing not my fucking problem problem. Uh, oh it's too, too deep in there too deep been there. Here comes big old six foot two me walking through, just like yeah, I could get any fucking gallon of milk off that shelf I want, but I'm not going to because I don't want to be a creepy guy. Fuck you. This is the world you want to live in. Third wave feminism.
1: You just walk right by and grab a gallon. The, the exact <laughs> gallon of milk she's looking for. And just take it and walk away with it. And put it on the <laughs> shelf. That, Even if you don't need it, put it on the shelf somewhere else where it's going to spoil and turn to cheese.
0: Yeah, this old couple a couple weeks ago, they like they flagged me down in the grocery store to get a gallon of milk. Cause it was like too far back on the shelf and they couldn't reach. And I was like, yeah, no problem. I'm happy to help you. I <clears throat> And then, and then there's like the corporate world where um, a more attractive woman will get better treatment than her less attractive male counterpart, even if <laughs> she's not as good at her fucking job.
1: There was a situation where um, there were a couple of, so at at the time this is a a couple of years ago there's a different quality supervisor at my job. And um at first glance she looked kind of like a Barbie doll. She was thin, she was blonde. Uh, on closer inspection she was kind of flat in the front and the back. Uh, had horse teeth. Like just uh, not not all that attractive up close. COVID did her a lot of favors because it covered her nose and her mouth and you could just see her eyes which were real made up anyway. Yeah. So uh, so there's her. Then there was an intern that showed up a couple months I don't know, at some point during the whole thing. And she was a heavier set girl, not as remarkable in the looks department, uh, especially at first glance. Like you could tell like, eh, like you, like the, the the supervisor girl, you'd give her like a, maybe a six. And if you, at first glance, you'd probably give her an eight or a nine. The other girl, like you'd definitely call her like a hard four. And uh, so she was there to do the intern thing for the summer. And at one point she was having a conversation with somebody and that somebody reported to me, she's like, she just like, this girl does not understand that all the guys here are nice to her just because they want to fuck her. Yeah. And like, she tried to explain that. She's like, oh no, the guys here are always so nice to me. And it was like, uh, they're just nice because their dicks are hard. Yeah. Like, do you not understand? And so,
0: well, it's, it's uh, also, it's baked into our, it's baked into our like mammal brain. We can't. we can't like we can't suppress that urge to be nice to women to to too much of an extent like you ha you have to really logically force your mammalian brain to not step in and fix those problems
1: well and there's two levels to that so if the woman is your age if the woman is older than you like there's the instinct of like your mother protect your mother mm-hmm. if the woman is you consider them to be um appear with you there's like the the mate protect your mate and if the woman is younger than you there's a father instinct to protect your daughter yeah uh, and i've experienced this on all three levels and it's really like and you're right it is something that you have to consciously like it engages you have to catch it stop it turn it off yeah otherwise you will act on it without thinking
0: and and i I would be fine with that, like that status quo of, yeah, we just like make the world a better place for women because that's the way like biology has dictated that we behave. I'd, I'd be fine with that. Protect like, the eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if If we could then, like women just admitted that, yes, they live on easy mode. Yes, they get the benefit of all of thousands of years of evolution and like stuff that's baked into our DNA. And... Yes, some of them are bitches that take advantage of it. If they just admitted that, it'd be like, all right, cool. We can all...
1: There are some that will even admit this. So I was on... uh, I I spent some time on TikTok. And I was really surprised at the number of... um, It turned out they were thirst traps. But they start out looking like uh, MRAs, men's rights advocates. Uh And even they don't always understand it. So there's one... Um, I'm not gonna plug her her stuff, but she's if you if you've seen her, you know where she's covered in tattoos dark hair girl, and her whole thing was like uh she will talk about how like men do this, men do that and men have like the suicide rates and blah 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 she's like and if your woman's not treating you right, then just tell her no dick like you tell your girlfriend you're cutting her off from the dick for a while I was like that doesn't work. yeah uh. girls don't care if you stop fucking them. Uh, what they do is they go get it somewhere else.
0: Yeah, they know they can catch a dick just fucking anywhere. They just fucking pop and, up Tinder and just, bam. you got one. And so
1: even this chick who was trying to be a men's rights advocate, like, didn't comprehend, like, it just doesn't work that way. Like, it's, a woman can go catch any dick she wants, except for that hard four that I was working with. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently she's pretty salty about that. But, like, any reasonably attractive girl could just go catch dick anywhere she wants. I, like a guy who's very attractive and reasonably wealthy can still get shot down by a two just uh-huh. on a whim. Like it's 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 not a level playing field.
0: It's really not. And and that's why like the the movement <laughs> of men transitioning to being women is like men trying to usurp the easy mode, which is also yeah, get weird. It. Uh, I I feel like I feel like you hit you know your your early twenties and either you're banging women, you, you have three there are three ways Western man you're either banging women, you're a MGTOW incel, or you're a, you become a trans person like those are your three choices, and if you're not banging women by a certain point you got to pick which one. I don't know what that point um, is maybe twenty five.
1: Well. I <laughs> I agree. And I don't agree because I was kind of a combination of the first two. Uh Like I finally got, I finally started getting tail around 22, but like it also soured me on the nature of men and women, Uh especially because my first wife, which is the first chick I ever shagged was a real horrid bitch when I was married to her. And she was a horrid bitch before that too. I just didn't know it. Uh, and so, um, and maybe she's still one now. I have no idea. Uh, it's I do likely. know she showed up. I do know she showed up at my show last year uh, unannounced. That was a little weird. Didn't speak to me, but she brought her new husband who gave me dirty looks the whole show. That was pretty funny. That was last August. You fucking yeah, was, came
2: here. Fuck off.
1: Yeah. Uh, and she was still wearing cat ears at 40. So it is what it is. But anyway, um, what's really weird is my step, like her daughter that was my stepdaughter when I was married to her, 18 now. That's a little weird. I yeah, feel really old. So, um,
0: yeah, the going back to but, like the, the influencers, like that,
1: that you will, will transition into MGTOW from that.
0: Yeah. Going back to the influencer thing, I, I, you have both kinds. Like, you have the women that are just like somewhere above a six in the conventionally attractive way, and, and they want to, then they wear like skimpy outfits or they you have the ones where they'll be like into whatever niche hobby you're into. Like I've seen, I've seen like, uh, Instagram thoughts that are like Lego models and like, why can't I find a boyfriend? And I'm like, there's no fucking way you don't have a boyfriend.
1: That's called thirst trapping.
0: Yeah. And then, and so you have like those and you have just like the, I'm, you know, my, my gimmick is I wear these dresses that ride up and show my ass. And like, there are people that make money just fucking being a hot chick that posts those content. Then you have the, you have the, like when the trad woman who I think are also, like you said, the thirst trap where it's like high value men or this and that. And you need to listen. I'm like, no women are watching your your fucking TikToks, there, lady. It's only guys that want to fuck you watching this. And you know that it's just like big guys being like, yeah, this chick understands like, yeah, well, she's also fucking probably married. And so you should go stop being on social media. That's right. Like, Someone's asking me about what my dating strategy was in St. Louis. And I was like, I'm just going to go do things. I'm going to, I'm going to go do things. I'm going to try and have hobbies that I think are interesting. And my hope is that I will meet someone that is also interested in those kinds of things because the online dating stuff doesn't work. I'm not going to fucking date someone that I work with. That's a fucking terrible idea. Um, like, it, I, I I'm just I'm figuring it'll either come around naturally or I'll die alone because I'm I'm fucking unable or unwilling to due to my autism play those like games of you got to text back and forth this much you got to ask these questions your pictures have to have this kind of fucking composition just like, listen no man thanks.
1: there's a whole section of the market you're missing out on and I'm about to tell you a really cool secret that you already know you just hmm. don't want to do it church yeah no thank you there there are like my church has a lot of single women um i'm just saying like find you a church girl they're gonna be trad wives probably maybe not
0: uh yeah but then i would be lying to them
1: right you said you had to lie to them most of them are dumb enough they'll they'll marry an atheist anyway
0: Cause I show up and I'm like, they're like, ah, welcome to, uh, the church of Christ. We're here to, you know, do you accept Jesus? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm here to pound bitches. And it's like, sir, you need to leave.
1: No, <laughs> no, 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 no. See, here's how you, here's what you misunderstand is you be like, especially with the Jesus hair and the beard you got going on right now, you show up and be like, I'm here looking for something. That's all you say. That's not a lie. That's not a lie. And what you're looking for is poontang, but, uh, <laughs> but they think you're on a spiritual journey and they're like i and they do what's called this is a legit thing i'm not kidding about this they'll do what's called missionary dating they'll be like i can lead him to christ through Mm. through through pussy um
0: good luck many have tried none have succeeded
1: that sounds like an interesting set of stories we'll talk about that off air
0: yeah it's (laughs) it's I just I don't like I like anybody listens to this knows I don't like hypocrisy I don't like um, you know layered El Chaco talks about is like high tr- trust low context I I don't like any of those games like I just want to be I want to be myself because I don't want to m- meet someone who isn't also themselves. Mm-hmm. And I also hate that we live in a world where women get to pretend to be the victim all fucking day, every day. Like, Oh, we've been, we've been like a usurper for this and that. And then also get the benefit of being a, a woman. Like, I wish, I wish there was like a, a communal, like men high of Like they think that this exists, the patriarchy, right. Where we like, We like meditate and we all go into a different realm together of of just men. Yeah, and it's like, how will we subjugate the bitches this week? And and, you know we're all. God, I wish that was real. (laughs) It'd be so (laughs) great,
3: right? And I
0: I wish it was real because we'd go in there and just be like, the women have decided they are the victims of everything, so we will stop treating them nicely, and and then it'd be like agreed and like the count the senatorial of men in our hive mind would just would agree and we would just start being ruthlessly mean to women until they're like well what fucking happened and one guy would let it slip he'd be like oh oh uh, in the council men we decided since you guys need to be victims for everything we're gonna stop doing all the little nice things that make your lives easy welcome to fucking reality
1: um so remember how we came up with man net years and years ago yeah I think you just found the next evolution of it where we're all tapped into like a Borg network where I have cybernetic implants. But you have to do this. I think I think this is the key to it. We have to like go hide in our bathroom while we're taking a shit and be like...
0: Oh, to- yeah. That's where the transmitter is like on the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. in the tank
1: uh, where you hide things that you don't want your wife to find. And then, um, and that way it gets disseminated to everyone equally.
0: Yeah. So like... Or like you I'm see a guy going- in the park and he's like, he's doing that and you're like, that guy's on a Net. They're guy's communicating so, with the council.
1: So then your girlfriend is like, "What's wrong with that guy?" It's like, no, oh, no, 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 no. He's that's transcendental meditation. He's totally cool. Leave him alone. Do not interrupt him. He's communicating with the universe and the stars. And he's definitely not le- like trying to th- scheme up new ways to advance the the cause of misogyny for mankind.
2: <laughs>
0: advancing, advancing the causes. <laughs> Massage me. Yeah, we Elon Musk Neuralink. We need to get on it.
1: You hear, listen, Elon Musk. This is <laughs> this is imperative. If we have if we're gonna patrol the thoughts, we need Neuralink mannet now. Yeah. If I don't see Elon Musk on Twitter doing, <laughs> this, doing this, I know we. The minute we see this, the minute we see this, we know we've won. All men. Yes, uh, all men. Hashtag all men.
0: Yeah. I, hashtag yes, all men. Just. And the, the funny thing was, so the conversation I was having this week and talking about like explaining to a woman, her life on easy mode by the end of the conversation, she was like, Oh yeah. All of that makes sense. You're absolutely right. I'm like, is this going to change anything you do in your daily life? Not at all. Like, yeah, no, not really fucking. I'm, I'm, I tried to be an ambassador for you, but you're not fucking going to learn it all.
1: I found there's two classes of women. Um, and this is a very broad categories. Women who are – let me think of how to phrase this. Um, women who are genuinely good towards mankind as a whole, towards men and women, and women who are just in it for themselves. Yeah. And and I, I get there's there's a lot of subcategories. Aunt Buck is one of those people who is one of the most genuinely good people. I a mean version of me would call her a goody two-shoes because she's just so – nice to everyone she's so great um and you can't get that chick to do anything that she considers naughty and then there's other chicks who just like want to like be rotten Mm -hmm. good chicks and rotten chicks i guess and so like there's so many rotten chicks out there that just are just looking to spoil everything just and i i I don't know what this 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 um psychosis is it's the strangest thing and like chicks who, who want to be good still have this psychosis and they still like just they're for the streets i don't get it
0: mm-hmm. And I, yeah i feel so. like part of the dev, uh, devolution of our culture devolution of our culture is that um, we've we've propped them up to such a level that they don't see any value in themselves outside of like being and so they try and like create new value in being skanks for lack of a better term
1: um it boils so this is a little bit of like actual person uncle buck not character uncle buck slipping through it boils down to a cultural problem we have right now with people not understanding their identity Mm -hmm. identity is a big topic right now and um In my real life, that's not here's what I don't get that's soaked in whiskey. I I have a lot of thoughts and a lot of um, prophetic insights to what's going on in the culture right now. And like people are really looking for their identity right now. And so what happens is um, in a lot of women, when they can't find identity, men do a mirror version of this. They will seek it in a lot of places. And one of those places is in the approval of the opposite sex men. And they'll do it in a lot of different ways. A lot of it stems from um, trying to seek the approval of a father figure. And so uh, I've seen a lot of examples of it. I'm not going to dive too deep into it. That's a whole conversation. This will be a six hour podcast, but there's a lot of identity problems going on right now. And that's why you're seeing all the transgender stuff happen. That's why you're seeing all the LGBTQ, blah, 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 blah. People are looking for, i like, because a, 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 people don't know who they are. So like, when I was in my twenties, I started asking myself this question. When I was at work and I was mad at my wife, <laughs> I was like, "How am I going to um, kill her?" <laughs> well, there, well, that was the second question. No, I, I really tried to like reconnect with my faith at that point, and it, it only worked a little bit at that time in my life. But I started asking the question, "Who am I outside of the incidentals of my physical life?" Right? Because I hold that I'm a spirit. Right. So um, I'm white. I'm Scottish. Of descent, DNA, whatever you want to call it, Uh, American by nationality, um, North Carolina by, what am I outside of these things? And that's a hard question to answer. And I've ultimately found an answer. But people, well, there's, you know, that actually, so when I started doing this show, that was the answer I had settled on. I'm the bad guy. And that allowed me to do a lot of things that I was not happy with. So um, it turns out that's not a good answer, but um, people are looking for identity and that search is going to drive them to do a lot of crazy things until they find it. So I'm going to I'm going to cash out there on that because uh, I will be the um, autistic expert on that topic and and continue talking forever. Also, the whiskey has seriously kicked in.
0: I kept thinking that I was hearing something in my basement. I'm just hearing fireworks around the in-ears. Well, you've got one more issue this week. What is it? Uh,
1: I want to say that's a good issue, dude. Um, I think we should revisit that one like a uh, uh, bitches part two issue in a couple episodes. (laughs) We'll
0: (laughs) bring bring in bitches in next week. (laughs) Then we'll bring in cunts. Then we'll bring in dames. (laughs) Broad's the whole rest of this, this show is just going to be different ways to name and, and categorize women, women.
1: <laughs> until until Elon Musk invents uh, man-net. neural neural net. yeah so anyway uh, and I'm glad you brought that topic in because here's what I don't get idealized society fantasies so I've I've hit on I'm, I'm going to call this a superset of issues that I brought in in the past, specifically around seasons one and two. Um, let me, let me regale you with a story that happened over the past couple of weeks, specifically this past week. I was uh, cruising the Facebooks as I do, uh, which is where I go to observe humanity in its purest form. Mm-hmm. And it's more like the primordial ooze that is modern culture. And I really, I observe a lot. And there was this chick who had put on like Facebook Reels, which means it probably came from TikTok. Um, This this bitch with way, like the saline-injected lips, how she had uh, gotten mean messages from women in her comments over whatever content she was posting, probably thirst trapping. And to prove that she was better than these women, she hit up their husbands. Okay. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: She sought them out. Like, okay, this is your TikTok username. Let's see if it's linked to your Instagram. Oh, it is. Who's your husband on Instagram? Is he linked? There's your husband. She got it in his DMs. Hey, baby, what's up? Flirted with their husbands and then screenshotted that when they responded in theory and sent that to the wives to prove that I can have your husbands. Okay? So wow. take that Psh, women problem. Um, And so there's a group, a Facebook group that I'm in called um thought status patrolled uh and uh it really needs to be replaced with mannet but anyway so (gasps) this chick was getting getting dragged in the comments like what a whore and uh and all the stuff that you could all the things that you are thinking right now about hearing that story was being laid out in the comments except this one motherfucker was like you guys are so quick to judge her, but no one's judging the women who said mean things to her on her Facebook. And I was like, or on her TikTok, and I was like, dude, it's the internet.
0: <laughs> Saying mean things on TikTok isn't a mortal sin. Adultery is.
1: Well, so so I was like, I was like, for one, it's the internet. Two, I don't think we're talking about the same thing here. We're talking about um saying a mean comment that was probably very true versus ruining someone's marriage. That's yeah. like throwing a pebble versus nuking someone's house. So I don't think you really understand what's going on here. And this person came back to me and it turned into a whole back and forth. And you'd think at 41 years old, I would learn to cash out of these things. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a funny comment. So anyway, um, you would think I would learn to cash out on these things, but I there's some part of me, I guess I'm, I guess I'm a sadist. I just, when someone is that wrong, I have to engage. So I jumped back in and I was like, Hey dude, like, he's like, Yo, your moral compass is skewed because in a perfect society, no one would say mean things to her in the first place. And I was like, what are you talking about? A perfect society, dude. Um, and he was like, well, uh, if you keep acting this way, karma is going to get you. And I was like, what do you mean if I keep acting? Like, dude, I, I know you don't know me from Adam, but, like, I am a content creator. I, I've done podcasting. I've done YouTube. I've had horrible things happen to, like, not just me, and even worse things to the people around me. Like, a buddy of mine got sued for $20 million. Another buddy of mine had his family harassed. Um, I've had trolls come out of the woodworks. Over the most minute things I've said, like it's. after a while, you just kind of learn it's part of the business Uh of when you put something on the Internet, things just kind of happen. That's why they always say, if you're going to be a content creator, don't get in the comments. Don't go to the wreck it. Ralph said, don't go the comments. Right. So, like, if she if this chick is going to put out whatever slut content she's putting out thirst trapping with her big fake lips she needs to understand like her narcissism needs to stay away from the comments otherwise it's gonna get triggered and this dude just could not understand it and i found that that really sums up a lot of people that i've under uh, that i've that i've talked about issues over the years so we'll go back to um the anti rape device remember that one that's a yeah. long time ago they're like um you have this weird anti-rape device and they're like, well, just teach men not to rape. And then women won't have to like, don't tell women to avoid rape, teach men not to rape. And I'm like, you're missing the point. Yes. There can be an ideal society where no men have the urge to rape, but that's not realistic. Yeah. There can be an ideal society where no one says mean things in the comments, but that's not realistic. There can be an ideal society where no one abuses the system so that um, like like, like uh, uh, unemployment or or whatever, any system, there can, there's an ideal version of society where people don't do that, but that's not reality. Stop looking at reality as this thing that you can control. It's not. It's just not. Believe me, I've spent 41 years watching people theorize about, that's that's the thing about young people. God, I sound so old right now. In your, in your teens, in your 20s, you, you get these ideas of what the ideals Well, if we could just educate people and stop people from doing whatever, then the problem would be solved. Cool. Not going to happen. Like, I did it. I did it. I did this. Yeah, if I could just stop the leaders at my church from doing such and such. Then this, this religious problem would be fixed. Not going to fucking happen. Accept it. Just accept it and move on. Because the quicker you can accept that reality is not going to conform to your idea, the quicker you can find a way to navigate the chaos around you.
0: Yeah instead of instead of uh, solving the problem, they're they're just like wishing their thoughts and prayers uh, like and subscribe to try and be like, well, we just need to make the problem not exist. Well we have a solution to the problem. The solution is don't read the comments right well, well you should be able to read the comments nobody should be mean on the internet uh, okay not gonna happen not gonna happen so the solution here's the actual solution like no no the solution is something that is completely unfit because i think people like those ideas because they think that oh all right we've solved the problem this, the problem is the, the way to solve the problem is for the problem not to exist and it's like okay well that doesn't work it's like well we fucking tried what more, what more can we possibly do? We, we made the problem. We said the problem shouldn't exist. So I don't even, I don't even get what do you, what you do next? And it's like, well, you just like, congratulations. You just pulled the fucking handbrake of all progress. Just, ah.
1: well, it's, it's like this. Even if you could, by proselytizing and preaching, stop one person from being mean in the comments. And we'll apply this to any societal problem you like. Um, if you can stop one person, that's great. You still got how what's the population of earth right now?
0: Seven or eight billion?
1: We'll say eight billion for for fun, okay, so that's uh you've got seven billion seven hundred seven billion nine hundred ninety nine 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 an infinite number of nines to go. Good job. you did one person. oh well, one person makes a difference, not really because that well, persons gonna be dead in a couple of years. so um. The problem isn't society. Society is what it is. Yeah. What you do is you fix you, right? Mm -hmm. You fix your unrealistic expectations of society and then learn to navigate from there, right? I can go to work and be very upset that I am required to do this, that, and the other, right? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I can say, I shouldn't be required to do this. Maybe not. Guess what? I am. So what do I do? I find a way. I accept it. I'm fucked. It's just how it is. Then I find a way to navigate forward in my new fucked state. That's all there is to it. You are fucked. Society is fucked. Accept it. Accept it. This is what it is. This chick Could not accept that someone said something mean to her in the comments. So she ruined four, potentially ruined anyway, four marriages. She shouldn't have done that. Why? Because she needed to fix herself. Don't Mm -hmm. go in the comments. Or if you do go in the comments, understand that people say mean things on the internet because it's cathartic.
0: Yeah. Right? Because there's no consequences. Because we spend our entire life. Like, here's the real solution. Uh, We need to just be able to say all of our comment language in real life. And everyone needs to not be a little pussy about it. Like in my ide- I my idealized <clears throat> society fantasy, that's the way the world works because I hate that you know, you can't go and you know we can't use this word because it's bad. It's a bad word. It's an F-slur. We're going to say F-slur instead of calling someone a faggot. Like, no, he's acting like a fucking faggot. I should be able to call him a faggot on the internet. I should be able to call him a faggot in person. And then the faggot should just be like, well, that guy really doesn't like me. I guess I'll move on with my life, but can't fucking do that. So, like, yeah, in my my idealized society fantasy, I would like people to just, like, kind of grow up and stop being little bitches. And that's the way a lot of people feel. So the internet gives them this freedom to, to to be able to say those terrible things free from any real consequences because you can't like walk into your bo- boss's office and be like, "You know what? I think you're a fucking useless cunt that only got to your position by being good at the job you had before, but now you're in this position, you're not fucking any good at it, and you should go back to where you were, and then you should go fuck yourself." Cuz they'll be like, "You you have to you you're fired, sir." <clears throat> "Why? Why am I
1: fired? Because you expressed an opinion."
0: Yeah we can't allow opinions. Opinions are bad. And so, yeah, I instead of trying to instead of trying to like project your ideal of the world onto the rest of the world, you're exactly right. Turn it inward. Make your own world better. If there's like so like in my industry in theater, there's this fallacy, I guess for lack of a better term, where it's like, well, people do theater because they they love it. You know it's it's a passion. And so because it's a passion, you don't have to pay them as much. you they are willing to work more hours. like all of these things that have just kind of like pervaded the industry for forever, I assume. and and I don't agree with any of that. Like I think that people should be paid more. I think that uh, just because it is it, like it is a passion. I am passionate about theater. just because it's a passion doesn't mean that I want to do it for sixty seven hours a week. Like I want to be able to do other things that I'm interested in, like fucking watch TV and nothing. Yeah. A whole fucking pile of nothing would be excellent. And, but I can't just like wish and hope that we'll get to a world where theater will not be an exploitive industry. And, but what I can do is the people that work for me, make sure that they know that I value their time when they're not in, when they're not clocked in on my clock, I don't want them fucking thinking about our problems. I don't want them getting bothered with text messages about some fucking thing at work. If if you can't figure it out and it's that urgent, like, talk to me because I get paid a salary to deal with those things. But even so, if I'm not at work, I don't want to be thinking about work. And so, like, I'm trying to create a culture, a very small little culture, a little tiny Petri dish of people that think of theater as a business and as something that, yeah, it's a passion, but you deserve it, paid for it, and yeah. that your boss can't exploit your time. Because even if, even if the people that work for me don't stay in theater forever, they'll go work for some job somewhere else. They'll go end up you know, working for a Fortune 500 company, and they'll have a boss that's like, oh, I need to be able to text you at all times of night or day. No. No, you fucking don't. Like, my, my phone goes into do not disturb mode at, at 8 p.m., because after 8 p.m., you can go fuck yourself. Uh, And so Like I try and communicate those I try and lead by example and communicate Those things but I don't try and wish them Upon wish that they'll happen in the world I just kind of like I'm planting some seeds And maybe in a hundred years We'll be able to live in a forest that Is where People think that like Oh when I leave work I've left work Don't bother me
1: Well, Even so that's one forest On a planet Yeah I got the hiccups now. I'm going to tie this together with today's episode and finish out this issue by saying there are people who think that you should tell people not to rob your house or Uh not to sell drugs or whatever, and that should be enough. But guess what? It's not. That's why you own a gun, Uh because it's already illegal to murder someone. It's already illegal to steal. It's already illegal to do all these things. But reasonable people who understand that people are sinful, people are fallen, society just is what it is in this state, understand, protect yourself, stay strapped, or get clapped. Too true. That's my issue.
0: That's a great issue. Thank you. I, I, I wish that uh, you didn't have to bring in that issue. I wish that the world was a better place. You didn't have to bring in those kinds of issues.
1: Shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> this has been Here's so i not Get. I'm Ted Burt. I'm Uncle Buck. We'll catch you guys next week.
1: Bye Bye.
0: Call here so here's where we get the hotline calls at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get or you can visit us in the discord under voicemail upload uh we don't have any from the discord but we do have some voicemails um today We've got one from from 805 p.m. so someone called in not even not even 25 minutes ago
2: hey guys please. So I'm I'm a little behind on the episodes, but uh, I heard the whole "we" thing. We are gonna go do this. Yeah. Uh, fucking. One of my coworkers is the fucking worst at this. She always fucking does. She little things of like, oh, we should really all. Uh, like, go and do this project together. Like, that, that would be fun. Like, I was trying to drink up the new bastard. really participates. like, always. Oh, well, you know, I'm having a really hard day. So recently, she fucking decided for everyone, uh, sent a message out to everyone because, you know, of course, people have to fucking do that now. Send a fucking message over corporate fucking programs to talk to each other. So, uh... She fucking sends a message. We are all contributing X X amount of money uh, to this pregnant bitch at work. uh, No, we're not. So that she can get a really good stroller. Fuck off. I'm not having kids. I do not want kids. What makes you think? I already think that. Who am I going to contribute more to fucking this? No. No, I am not contributing. No, we we are not paying for her fucking uh, shit. I don't give a fuck. I don't care how much I like the person. Stop fucking always asking for fucking money for cookies and cakes and birthdays and shit. Like, I'm a grown-ass man. I can make my own decisions. If I want to fucking contribute, I'll do it. All right, this is running long. Bye.
0: Uh, so, I can't believe how well that tied in with the episode. Because, yeah, talk chief, about fuck yeah. fucking easy mode. Yeah, uh, I need all my coworkers to to pool money to buy me a stroller. Get fucked. You decide to have a fucking kid. You fucking bear the responsibility of any purchases necessary for having a fucking kid.
1: My first thought was when she said, we're paying for this. I was like, you got a mouse in your pocket? <laughs> That's the, man, That is the that is the most smug, just... It's. I can't even explain the word. It's like it's the most dismissive thing you can say to someone who says "we," Uh like "we who," the royal "we." You got a mouse in your pocket, bitch. I'm not paying. I ain't paying for shit, and that's my fucking money. You're not telling me anything, you dumb cunt. I'm not paying for shit. So
0: that's the, the other thing. Is like imagine that. Do you think that going back to my issue? Do you think if a, a male in your office, you know, the, him and his wife are having a kid, do you think people are going to pool money for that guy to buy a stroller? I don't fucking it think depends. so.
1: It depends. And also,
0: like. also, as a, like he said, I'm, I'm not going to have kids. I'm a single person. Like I'm not, I don't ask the fucking people that I work with or the people in my life to subsidize my bad life decisions. Right. I'm not like, uh, Hey everybody. Um, I just bought a big screen TV on a whim for absolutely no fucking reason. And, uh, well, you know, money's going to be a little tight this month. I'm going to need an extra, you know, a hundred bucks to, to be able to buy more whiskey. Cause that's the other thing that I'm addicted to <laughs> everyone.
1: I just, I would like to let everyone know that I've decided to become a raging alcoholic <laughs> and, um, it turns out this stuff costs money. So if you would like to, I'd like everyone to help me fund, this, this this life destruction in a bottle. Um, specifically, I don't know. I bought this the other day. Uh, so, if you could just fund my alcoholism forever. Yeah. Um, because I'm a man and we live on easy mode. You know, if you believe the patriarchy, anyway.
0: I'm putting my Cash App into ManNet for everyone. You can send the money there.
1: <laughs> oh, I did it wrong. But this is more what ManNet hey, really
0: is. Your boyfriend's name. Man is more like pointing a gun at your head to blow your own brains out.
1: Yeah, if you're not watching the video, you're really missing out on all these hand signals. These Illuminati hand signals we're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's another voicemail.
1: Hey, Taz,
0: your
2: boyfriend's name, Glass. Get it? Because you blue, class. I'm
1: fucking
0: good. That's a good one. That's a good one. He wasn't
1: kidding. <laughs> I love that. That's kind of like saying no homo after saying the most egregiously sexual thing you can. No, you're just kind of like a closet faggot.
0: <laughs> uh, my, my coworkers make those jokes all the time, too. Yeah,
1: it's because they're all secretly gay. It's Probably going to let you know that.
0: Right, here's another one. Here's one uh, from last week's episode
3: Hey, guys. I heard you guys do human rights. And I just want to say, it sounds like what you are trying to convey is a thing that I've started calling gimme rights. Because there's really, like, two kinds of human rights. The Mm. human right of, like, the individual not have something imposed upon them by the government. Like, the government can't say what you can speak. The government can't say what arms you can have. The government can't say when you when or where or how you sell your property or what you do with your property and then there's gimme rights like gimme water gimme food gimme shelter these are different yeah. because they force the government to give them things mm-hmm. which the government has historically used to gain control of the markets for those things so you know it's just a nice slide onto to totalitarianism just wanted to stop in and say that
0: well that's a great voicemail he, he's, he's exactly right and that's a really great I, way to phrase it
1: i have a human right to drink water from the river on your property the fuck you don't bang <laughs> because i have a right to own a gun
0: <laughs> the the yeah the give me rights like the government needs to we're going to force the government the government to give us things right but the government doesn't own anything the government has no property or money it's only our property and money that they've stolen. Yeah, that's a. Uh, I like that.
1: That's a great issue, or great, a great, a great addition. That's to the issue.
0: issue. Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, Sage uh,
2: again. One more thing about the weed thing. Also, fucking work. Uh, it went from us having voluntary get-togethers outside of work with fun events where the company was paying for it. Uh, and now suddenly it's turned into, Hey, everyone, let's show up here and everyone has to pay 50 plus dollars each. And it's like, yeah, okay. Except everyone also brings their wives or, you know, husbands, whatever. So now it's a hundred dollars. Not including like getting drinks or food or anything like that. You're, you're just out a hundred dollars. Like, no, I'm not working my fucking ass off at this place and just gonna spend my own money to hang out with the people that I fucking don't want to see outside of work. Like, fuck off. Why, why is this a we thing now? It's no longer a we thing. It's I have to pay for my own shit and also partially for other people because everyone of course at the end of the night wants to fucking split the bill instead of paying for their own thing i got a fucking one one drink and one food item i didn't get everything like you fucking fat lard
0: asses fuck you all right that's it bye
1: i also he brings up a good point
0: split that split the bill shit like well we'll just all split it evening like no, no 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 either one person pays for all of it i.e the company or you fucking pay for what you bought and yeah, it's gonna be a pain yeah. in the ass for the waiter, but fuck it.
1: Well, the waiter, the waiter gets paid either way, and then everyone has to tip individually. So they as long as everyone's a good tipper, they they are fine. Which is why they don't invite me to those things because I'm a terrible tipper. Hmm. Um, my first thought was like, no, 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 no. You pay me to hang out with these people. I don't pay to hang out with these people. These are people that you pay me to tolerate. <laughs> this is this is This you've, you've fundamentally misunderstood the nature of this relationship where I don't kill this guy because you're paying me not to. The minute I have to pay to be around this guy, you have to start paying me again. Like you're going to reimburse me for this. Otherwise, dude's dead. Yeah, because that guy refused fucking refused to do his part of the job and left it for me to do 15 years ago. And I'm still salty about it. Marcus and I'm gonna fucking leave you in a dumpster one day, and you're gonna deserve it.
0: So that, I've, <laughs> I've been pretty fortunate in that most of the people that I've worked with over the years are people that I would also like to go like have a beer with.
1: Yeah, I actually like Marcus.
0: Yeah. yeah. Right, here's one last one. This one came in uh, during the episode.
3: Here's what I did. Guys just braid their beards into that single braid below the chin. It goes down a few inches, right? Yeah, I've been seeing all these bicyclers, excuse me, motorcyclers today with their little vroom, vroom, vroom bikes doing all over ten. And it's like a little handle for giving a blowjob or something, right? You just yank on it and knock their fucking throat down on your back, right? Fucking faggy motherfuckers. And then they always have to have your sunglasses. Like, oh, look at me, I'm so cool with my sunglasses. God damn it. I hate motorcycleers.
1: I hate those stupid beards. Um, so, so you see, I could be upset about that. Uh, obviously, misinformed comment because this right here is what women hold on to while you're eating, eating puss, really good. And then uh, while you're, because uh, she reaches down under her leg. Apparently, I don't know. I'm making this up as I go anyway or while you're like uh while you're on on top of her like really giving it to a raw dog and she's screaming and she's got to have something to grab onto so like one hand on your shoulder digging furrows into your back and the other hand grabs a hold of this thing
0: i don't think you're doing (sighs) it right whenever i have sex with a woman i always tie her hands behind her back that way she can't run away
1: well i mean so i used to do it that way but I've, i've i've graduated after a while the stockholm syndrome kicks in and they start to enjoy it so um but see, I could be upset about this misinformed voicemail, or I could just <sighs> disassociate during the voicemails like I usually do.
0: Huh. That's what I, I used what to be during the news segment.
3: <laughs> oh,
0: <fuck up. laughs> well, with that, we can wrap up this week's episode. So until next time.
1: Uh, I'm Michael Buck.
3: <laughs> I'm Ted Bert. I'll catch you next week. Later, fuckers.